Yo, what's up, motherfuckers? It's your boy, Angry Jackalope, Rob Bricks. So, um, yeah. Well, guess the show's done, right? Because what are we going to talk about? I mean, there's nothing really going on in the world for us to talk about, right? I mean, seriously, there's like nothing, you know? Nothing, nothing comes to mind. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Oh, I kid, I kid, I kid. What's up, Sonny? What's up, Yak? What's up, Stockin? What's up, Garen? What's up, Simicom? What is up? All right. Yeah, come on in. Hang on a second. My daughter needs something. Hang on. All right. Yes. That's what you need? Yes. Here. Okay. Yep, you're good. All right. It's the end of the world as we know it. I feel fine. What is up, Mitticus? We're going to drink some Bing Black. Made with blackberry juice, B vitamins, vitamin C, caffeine, ginseng, ginseng, and beverage, right? And they'll pick me up. Right, Coming close, guys. Coming closer. All right. So, before we get this fucking shit show started let's get some of the obligatory stuff out of the way um blah, 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 blah. so last week i hung out with the guys at tops and uh on monday uh my episode with those good motherfuckers um will be available so you guys will be able to go and check out Top's Daily Grind and uh, see what kind of madness I was talking then. Because, you know, to be completely fucking honest, it's all kind of a blur. <laughs> it's all kind of a fucking blur. Like, I kind of know we were all over the conspiratorial landscape and I didn't really end up talking about stuff that I would like to talk about, like all my books and shit that I write, but um, whatever. I'm sure it'll be next time. Um, let's see. What else? What else? What else? Oh, uh, you guys are already aware I had done a uh, free audiobook for the Rusted Blade. I kind of did it out of turn. Um, this was like the second book. So, if you look at them, the way I did these, they're kind of like graphic novels or comics so like you had issue number one issue number two issue number three issue number four issue number five right and um so i have since uh kind of remedied that so now there is a free audiobook out for three simple rules which if i toot my own fucking horn toot my horn uh it was actually pretty good i was like holy fuck it's a good story um, so it's free. You can uh, uh, check it out on this fucking channel. It's it's one of the fucking things. And I'm working on um, Infernal Justice. And I'm like, what a fucking shit show that story is. I'm like, oh my god. And I'm doing some special effects on that one. So that should be interesting. So that's that. All right. Let's go ahead and get started with the fucking news, shall we? Let's go. So. I'm pretty sure by this point, everybody knows now uh, we have 
new president. And it's not like I loved Trump, okay? Not at all. But, but, this, the, 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 the pictures tell a million fucking stories here. I mean, creepy Uncle Joe, I mean, that just, that just goes without fucking saying. And then this, that is our actual next president right there. That's Supreme Leader uh, Harris, which will be coming after guns and everything else. And so what does that mean? What does it mean? No, nah, I'm just kidding around. So bottom line is we got to take this all with a fucking real serious grain of salt because, you know, there hasn't been really a president for us for a good fucking long time. Good fucking long time. Uh, is the president election rigged? Yes, because it's not an election. It's a selection. It's how it's always been. It's how it's always been. You know, I'd even argue that even for Trump. Even though people say, oh, no, Trump's a maverick. He's on the outside. Really? Because he, he did such a good job of uh, draining that swamp. Hillary was straight in jail, right? Hillary got put in jail. All the uh, child pedos got arrested. Blah, 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 blah. I'm still waiting for that shit. But I, I you know. Early on in this show, like years and years and years ago, I showed you guys pictures where you had the Clintons and the Bushes and the Obamas and uh, the Trumps and all of them all, all hanging out. All hanging out. You know, just fucking hanging out. And, uh, you know, this this election and this whole cycle basically just created a, a very, very, very... I would say probably semi-permanent wedge uh, between the left and the right in this country. And the problem that I saw a picture on Facebook earlier that I was like, yeah, that's that's the truth right there. You got your left wing and your right wing, right? But they're both wings of the same bird. And that bird just takes a shit on us. It does not give a flying fuck about us. What's up, Bronx in the house? So, you know, uh, the whole concept of the elections and things of that nature... So I'll be the first to say I was wrong. Uh, I thought Trump was going to get it because I thought he was still I thought he was still useful for their agenda for doing certain things. But obviously, some things have changed. Some timetables have changed. So now they want to fast track shit with uh, Biden. Um, now, that's not to say that Trump and them don't fight things and then kind of stumble across some stuff. And if they want to kind of restore a semblance of faith in the system, then the investigations would turn up some shit. Some people would get in trouble. The recount would actually happen. And then suddenly Trump would slide back in, which would drive the left completely insane. And that could be part of a plan too. I don't know. But one thing that I do know is I find it, very hypocritical and disingenuous from people on the left that would say, oh, he should just accept it already. He should just accept it. When Bush Jr. and Gore were going at it and we had that whole Florida debacle, uh, Gore didn't throw the towel in for over 30 days, over a month. And um, the left didn't say shit about it. They're like, yeah, that's a good fight. Fight that fight. Fight that fight. But when the shoe's on the other foot, 
no, just, 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 just give in. Just give up already. And I love all this negativity already of, well, you know, once the transition's done, if he's trespassing, we could just kick his ass out. And I'm just like, wow. You know, it's like the venom, the, the negativity, the whole darkness associated with this whole country at this point is mind boggling you know and i'm just like wow i can't i can't believe uh i can't believe even after all this shit people are still still at each other's fucking throats hard because look at the end of the day it doesn't really matter because um it's not like the 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 left got a sweep and everything is blue you know the house and the senate is still split so it's not like they're going to be able to fast track any fucking laws um any different than trump was able to on his watch so we're kind of like kind of still at a fucking stalemate really because regardless of what's in there they're still not going to fucking pass laws the way that they should because they're have their own agendas it's all theater guys it's all theater it's all wrestlemania fucking you know 46 and so that's why i don't really trip on it i'm a little sore that um i was wrong in my um in my guess on my I, my pony didn't win uh and that's not to say that i even really liked trump i just like trump more than i liked biden i i, I really don't like biden at all because there's nothing i can point to on the guy that is successful in fact anybody that was on the left that was voting for biden basically was voting for biden because they hated trump <laughs> and i think that is a horrible reason to vote for somebody especially a a lifelong politician who has no real success under his belt other than being known as a plagiarist and a creepy guy that likes to have kids rub his leg hairs down you know this ugh, ugh, the guy just gives me the creeps like i wouldn't even let my adult children around his ass you know um i find it odd that republicans overturned at least five seats in the house and seem to be holding the senate but trump lost almost seems like there could be like they could be bothered to change down ticket I don't know. I don't understand what that was. Uh, uh, yeah, Bronx, I see the same thing. I see Joe doing one year and is succeeding his president. And we'll have our first woman uh, president. Well, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. You know, I, I, don't, I don't know if uh, it's going to go that long, to be honest with you. Uh, he's he's already there's so many times that you see clips where he's just completely discombobulated like he just has no awareness where he's at he just starts ranting and raving and just he gets angry um you know it's just it, it's, it's disconcerting it's disconcerting you know I, I know some people are like worried what about our guns i'm like well here's my advice to the patriots we have about as many guns in the world right now not in the world, in America, as we have American citizens. Um, logistically, they cannot take all your fucking guns unless you willingly give them up. 
So all the patriots that are like, yeah, fuck this shit. I'm not going to fucking take it anymore and blah, blah, blah. Well, when it comes to take your guns, that's when, you know, that's when the tires will hit the fucking asphalt. And, you know, that's, that's, that's when the proof will be in the fucking pudding, right? They come to take your fucking guns, which we all know that's our only defense against tyranny. They take the guns and you let them take them. That's the point when you stop being a patriot, you start becoming a bitch. So I had a conversation like this with my wife years ago where I said, hey, if they come to the door and knock on it and they say, we're going to take your guns. I'm like, fuck that. They're not going to take my shit. They can fucking kill me. And then she got really upset. And she was like, wow, that's really, that's really selfish. You know, we got children and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, shit, kids can go out and hail a bullets with me too if they want. Or they can go sit in a bathtub and ride out the bullet storm, you know. But I refuse to go the route of the Jews where, you know, they got rounded up and got, <laughs> got dealt with like fucking cattles, you know. Uh, let's see here. I think Nancy is already laying the groundwork to invoke 25th on... Yeah, yeah, I think everybody already kind of saw that because publicly she did that against Trump. And then that's a good way to say, well, we were going to do it to him, but look, we could do it on ours too, you know. It's like, yeah, okay, yeah, all right, yay. So, moving right along. Um, yeah, let's, let's go ahead and start talking about the fucking Rona. Um... This is the other huge elephant in the room. Obviously, the testing cases have been going up. Uh, there's a lot of people uh, becoming afraid of this again. And the left has been talking about a dark, cold winter. So they've been already seeding the ground with this terminology. And... There is some new things that are kind of interesting. Last month, here in Utah, uh, we had to call about 10,000 minks. Uh, there was some kind of a transmission of the Rona, purportedly, uh, that were getting the, the minks sick. And there was some fear that it was going to transmit back or mutate to humans. Uh, and so, here in Utah, they killed 10,000 minks. Well, now... A month and a day, a couple days later, in um, in uh, Denmark, uh, they have had some cases that have been transmitted by minks, and so now they're culling between fifteen to seventeen million million minks. Okay, so when you're talking about you're talking about ten thousand. That's, that's a dink. Okay, that's like, whoa, okay? I mean, we're talking about fairly decent amount of money. When you talk 15 to 17 million, holy fuck. That has to be in the hundreds of millions of dollars. Easy. And so that's like, wow. And it's, it's, it's things like that, that set off my spider senses and go, whoa, wait a minute, what the fuck, right? Now, I do believe, I do believe after uh, reading certain books and stuff like that, that um, a lot of the medical industry has been lying to us for some time. And I think the biggest lies that they tell us 
or around viruses and things of that nature. Does that mean that I don't think there's COVID? No, I do believe there is, in fact, COVID. But I think COVID, from what we're seeing, is the result of several different factors that were almost pre-planned. Almost, this is almost a weaponized, complicated methodology. Uh, in reading this, you know, there's there's a lot of stuff in here. I kind of went and tried to debunk uh, some of the people that they were referenced. Some of the people that were referenced, for example, um, there are um, a couple of people that have PhDs with their names, but they're not appropriate PhDs. Like the Stephanie uh, Sinef, you know, she had an interesting piece talking about. Um, some of the uh, stuff that goes in Roundup, uh, as well as biodiesels and some other stuff. And at the surface level, it looks really compelling and really interesting. But then when you go and you research that person, you kind of find, you kind of find some stuff that goes, okay, she's trying to prove her point. She's making an interesting connection piece, but she's trying to say it's resting on that piece. And what I like about this book is it gives me some information that I can look at and then I can kind of put some of my own hypothesis with it and go, you know, I don't think it's just a singular thing that's causing these problems. I believe um, it is a bunch of toxins and stuff around us that is causing problems, right? Um I find it odd that things in Utopia in light of current events. No shit, right? You know shit, especially like Utopia. That one's really funny. Um, but, you know, I uh, came across this guy by accident. Um, and Amazon has banned his book, this particular book right here. And I found it interesting because I was laying in bed with my wife one day and she was just kind of watching... Um, is watching this particular guy's video right here um, this one right here this guy uh, Patrick uh, bet David and I was listening to the guy as he was talking and I was like you know this guy makes a lot of good points and so of course I just grabbed one of his books. I grabbed all four of his fucking books and I've been reading them but I just read them just to kind of educate myself and see another other people's points of view and I don't say that he's a hundred percent right I don't say that he's a hundred percent wrong uh, I do find it interesting that I could put a book out that says you know jacking off with you know pork and beans will make you healthy while you run um, bleach in your eyes and uh, Amazon won't ban that fucking book, but they banned this particular book. I thought that was pretty fucking interesting. Because um, there's a lot of bullshit that Amazon will sell that I don't think is any any uh, uh, any less harmful than what he's proposing here. So, I definitely think there's something about to be ratcheted up on us. But I also think we are part of the calculation we're part of the uh, part of the problem because if you're constantly watching the news and you're constantly allowing yourself to get 
um, fuck with on an emotional level and you get angry and you get frustrated and you get sad and you get this, that and everything else, all those negativities, you start getting that shit piled on top of you. All you're doing is lowering your immunities, right? So when they do unleash something or they do flip a switch and they do use some new technology and roll it out, we're already have a predisposition to be impacted heavier because of all the social distancing, the mask wearing, the isolation, the depression, etc., etc., etc. So that's why every time we do one of these shows, first thing I do when we get to the end of it is I keep trying to tell everybody the only thing that will defeat this is love because love is the only emotion that can grow exponentially. It is the only thing in our reality that can grow exponentially. You can't have your anger grow exponentially and maintain it. You can't have your sadness grow exponentially and maintain it. All of those negative emotions diminish with time. They cannot be maintained. That's why they keep doing shit. They keep throwing different scenarios at us. And But what it eventually ends up happening is we get so fucking exhausted. We get so burned out from it that they could fucking you know, drop a meteor on New York and everybody would be like, yeah, all right. It's 2020, I expected it. <laughs> or the great old ones come up out of the ocean and start fucking ass raping people. And people are like, yeah, yeah, 2020, you know, it's to be expected, right? So, you know, it, it's, it's one of those things that we just kind of look at and go, what the fuck? Now, in regards to Biden and Harris, I do believe that that administration is definitely going to cause more problems from an economic point of view with shutdowns they are more inclined to do that kind of stuff uh than trump was trump trump now is like fuck it i'm not shutting anything down again but i believe uh biden and them will come and say hey we should shut things down and uh and then the states will say sure that sounds like a good idea and, and they'll they'll probably do that so i think i think in the short term um we, we get the ride with Trump through the holidays and that's still going to make, you know, the holidays can be up or down. It could be whatever's going to happen. But when they do that transition, fully expect lockdown again. Um, and if it doesn't happen at the beginning of the year, then it will happen in summertime and it will happen in winter. And I don't think this is going to be anything that's going to end uh, anytime soon. I think this shit is probably going to be sticking around. For at least five years. At least five years. Um, now, we just recently saw cryptos shoot through the roof, right? And then we, uh, let's see, what is this? Uh, the trailer for the Songbird movie is pretty interesting, too. I haven't read the book, only seen the movie. Most memorable parts was the lightsaber, uh, lightsaber toaster. Oh, 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 you guys are talking Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy series. Yeah. Um, so, Crypto shot through the roof, got up, oh, fuck, what was it? Close to, it was over 15, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Bitcoin. Let's see. It was at... So, Bitcoin, yeah, 15,000. So it jumped to 15,000. It was a little bit higher. It was going up, 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 up. And, uh, you know, well, shit, mask wearing probably longer than that, bro. Probably longer than that. It's going to become, uh, 
as they say, it's our new norm. Fuck that shit. It's so fucking dumb. It's so fucking dumb. It is. It is. You know the the uh, the masks. The masks are, are dangerous in of themselves. You know we're not designed to wear fucking masks for prolonged periods of time. You know, it's one thing if you're sanding something or you're doing something where you're trying to keep particulates out of your fucking face or whatever. Yeah, it's perfect. You know, or if you're in the medical industry, fine. But all of us, fuck now. That's fucking dumb. Yeah, go all. Yeah, precious commodities will probably shoot through the roof because people are going to try to find safe harbor. But we'll probably see the dollar nose plant. We'll see stocks. Uh. Stocks are probably going to freak the fuck out come Monday because they're going to be like, what, what's this mean? What's this mean? You know, and they'll probably stabilize. But then once everything transitions over, holy fuck. I, you know, I, I can't even I can't even I can't even speculate because these motherfuckers never put forward an actual plan. You know what I mean? So if they start to unravel some kind of an economic plan then we could kind of look at it and go, all right, well, I think that's the direction we're going to go in, right? Anyway, enough of this bullshit. Let's get on to uh, some other interesting shit here. Um, so we had already known that Borderlands 3 was going to do a new season pass 2, and that season pass basically uh, gives our characters uh, new bodies, to put skins and stuff on. Uh, it also has this arms race, which is kind of a battleground type deal. Kind of reminds me of Fortnite, whatever. You just plop down. You have no weapons whatsoever. You start grabbing shit out of cases, and you start, you know, trying to try to gear up as quick as possible before the storm comes in on you, and then you go and, you know, go kill uh, uh, the boss. And any any good loot you find. You have to go run to a machine, and then bloop, uh, it will check it out, you know, to your main game area. Yo, yo, what's uppers? So then um, we got price points now. So the designer cut, which is the one that's coming out, I think is coming out on Tuesday. Uh, that's going to be fourteen ninety nine. The season pass itself is twenty nine ninety nine. So it's kind of like okay, it'd be cheaper for me to fucking, if the um, director's cut comes in at 15 bucks as well, it's going to be cheaper for me just to buy them as they pop off than do some kind of a fucking season pass, you know? So I'm kind of, I'm kind of irritated with the whole Borderlands 3 direction with their, um, their DLC. I'm kind of like, whatever. Now, what is exciting one thing that is exciting is the fact that Cyberpunk, it looks like they are really locked in now because they are paying a shit ton of money um, advertising. So they've even, I right before I went live, I saw that they did um, Times Square uh, and then the ads on Times Square, something like $1.2 million or something like that. So they're spending millions of dollars on advertising, and then they have the December 10th date on here. So that's a good thing. That that tells us if they fuck around now and say, "Oh, another 21 days," they're done. They're toast. No one, they're no one's going to give them any credibility because it's like, dude, you guys pushed it, you pushed it, you pushed it, then you went gold, then you pushed it again, 
but now you guys tell them that you have a, a you know a hard date. And this is the other stuff. So they have drinks with Rockstar now with uh, some of the cans and whatnot. So they are actually marketing the shit out of their stuff. And you might be saying, well, in addition to the cans and what else, like what what other things? Oh, uh, how about Adidas shoes? So, <laughs> yeah, not just one pair, but like a shit ton of them, a shit ton of them, you know, uh, Cyberpunk limited edition TV, a TV so rare, you can't order it. You have to find it in the wild. Like you have to just luck into walking into Best Buy or some shit and there it is and ha ha, then you buy it. You know, they had the uh, external hard drives, the controllers, and those, you know, you can get those pretty easily. But I would imagine the shoes could be kind of interesting to see uh, how difficult it's going to be to get your hands on. Uh, and then things like the chairs and, you know, a bunch of other stuff. And then even uh, some of the video cards. So I love the fact that uh, Cyberpunk is really, really, really going there as far as with their marketing and pushing and stuff like that. And I think that's, that's how fucking standing. And I, I am so excited to play that fucking game. Uh, so when December 10th rolls around, I'm, I'm going to be all over that shit. Like a fucking wet blanket. Now in regards to, uh, you know, TV and things like that. Uh, I heard some news today that was interesting. They're actually in the process of doing, uh, some stuff with the um, Buck Rogers franchise now. They're actually looking forward to uh, doing it. looks like it might be a movie. And there was also some speculation that they might reboot the uh, TV series type thing. And I'm going to tell you guys. Woo! I had the hots. I had the hots for Homegirl. Oh my lord. Like, I saw that. I was like, yeah, buddies. On Netflix right now, there's a new Tremors. I was actually pretty excited about that. My wife, on the other hand, is like, fuck no, I'm not going to watch that. But I'm watching that shit. I might watch it tonight or tomorrow night. I'm not sure when. But I am definitely going to watch this shit because uh, I am a Tremors fan, even though some of it has been really kind of cheese dick. Seems like the last couple have been pretty good. Some of the early reviews that I've seen uh, from some of the other tubers that I respect and stuff said so this is actually a really fun ride so I was like all right all right so I'm gonna fucking check that out let's see I got around to finally watching the boys uh season two and this scene that you're looking at right here if you guys have not already watched it um I'm not gonna give any spoilers away but i am going to talk about homelander for a second uh because there was a part in the scene right here where he came down and tried to handle a crowd okay try to come down he had like a a friendly fire situation where he killed a bad guy but his laser beam went through the bad guy and hit like an innocent bystander and that was you know <laughs> that 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 sucked, but sometimes you get collateral damage. And so when Homeboy was sitting down there trying to talk to the crowd, they had one dude said, you don't speak for me. He starts yelling at Homelander. And I'm thinking to myself, motherfucker, are you guys stupid? Are you guys really that fucking dumb? 
this dude right here is a god. He's pretty much indestructible. Like, there's nothing on the planet that can hurt this guy. The fact, the, in fact, there's only one thing that keeps this motherfucker in check, and that's his fucking ego. You know? But I, I, I saw that and I started laughing because I was like, I could see that. I could see some people in real life just talking shit like, like they think, oh, if he does something, you know, there's going to be ramifications for his action. I'm like, really? You guys are fucking special kind of stupid. Special kind of stupid. And that scene right there was epic. It was an epic fucking scene because he fantasized about it, but he didn't do anything, you know. And uh, I was like, man, oh, motherfucking man you know and i was like okay so i watched it and if you guys are curious at the end of the season there's a german phrase that is said over and over and over i'm not going to say who says it or, or the context by which it's said but the translation is do you remember the day frederick Chloe stuck her arm out of the car window. We found a perfect spot by the river in the shade of an apple tree. It was the first time. Okay, so when you watch the show and you get to the German speaking blah blah blah, that's what she's saying over and over. Do you remember the day, Frederick? Chloe stuck her arm out of the car window. We found the perfect spot by the river in the shade of an apple tree. It was the first time. Oh, that's such a cute thing, right? It's such a cute fucking thing. Anyway, um, word out now that Umbrella Academy 3 is started filming, which is awesome because the way they left season two, woo -woo, with the sparrows, oh my lord. And the fun thing is I found out as I was um, getting my images ready for tonight's show, that they actually have hidden in season two 43 sparrows you see that sparrow with a ring around it there's images in season two that's hidden in there so that's a fun little easter egg thing if you guys want to uh want to do that wandavision while disney ha and marvel have not given us a hard date we now know for sure we are now pretty, pretty, pretty fucking positive it's a December date. It's, a, it's most likely going to be sometime in December. Probably right near Christmas would be the guess. Because they already announced their shows for November. And it wasn't referenced at all. Now they might sneak it. They might slip it in as a haha surprise after Thanksgiving or something. But it's... It's pretty doubtful. So we're probably looking at near the end of December for Marvel's only real deal, which is WandaVision. And um, I'm, I'm actually pretty excited about that show. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, right? I started watching um, Lovecraft Country, which was, uh, uh, it's done now. So season one is finished. Um, and they basically have it on HBO, blah, blah, blah. But I've been watching it. I've gotten through the first three se uh, first three episodes. And uh, boy, oh boy, it's, it's intense. It is indeed intense. Um, 
and there's a lot of race there a lot of race but it's good it's good uh what's not good is um hunting a blind manor uh unless you are hardcore card carrying lbgtq abcd efg whatever um you're probably gonna have the same thing happen to you that happened to me and a wife we were watching it and then the gay stuff started popping off and we were like uh fuck me and so we stopped watching so yep the other one that was really disappointing was fortitude season three. Oh, what a bloody horrible mess that was that was by far like why why even fucking bother i mean it was it made no fucking sense the season finale made no fucking sense it was completely, completely stupid. I mean, stew, fucking, pid. Like, it, it, oh my god, it was so bad. I, I have never been so angry at a TV series as I was with Fortitude Season 3. Like, that, that, wow, was fucking dumb. It was fucking dumb. Like, I, I watched it, I watched it on uh, Double Speed. Uh, and I was just like, wow, I can't make this go any faster. Like, I, I was just like, oh my God, I am, this is just so bad. This is the worst fucking thing in the world. I mean, it was, God damn it. it it's like, I want my money back. Well, anyway, I want my time back. Let's put that one. Now, there's a book from Scott Sigler called Earthcore. It was one of the very first stories I got started with Scott a long time ago. We we had me and a wife finished listening to it, and we were excited for the sequel, which we knew was in development, but it just never kind of manifested. And so I was kind of like, "Oh man, when's this shit gonna pop off?" Well, today I got an email, uh, and a bunch of people got emails actually. Uh, anybody who is um, on Sigler's uh, deal. And it says, Finally, Fitzroy. Mount Fitzroy, the sequel to Earthcore, will be out December 3rd, 2020, as an Audible exclusive. And I thought, wow, that's interesting. Why why, why as an Audible uh, exclusive? Like, I thought that was kind of interesting. So it's like, the Audible pre-order is uh, available now. It's narr narrated by uh, Ray Porter. He's the guy who did the uh, first uh, narration on Earthcore audiobook. Um, and then 12 months from that date, then the book will be available. Okay. For the first 12 months, though, it's going to only be available as an audiobook. And I was like, whoa, that's kind of fucking interesting, right? Like, what what's up with that? And then... He went in to explain um, the reason why is because Audible will take certain things and they will market the shit out of it. And they make more revenue based off the, the audiobooks than they do off the regular books anyway. And what's interesting is the algorithms that they use, they'll push it in people that like Stephen King or like a blah, blah, blah. And what it does is it helps to promote and market uh, – his work and I was like dude fuck that makes perfect fucking sense to me so I think that's actually pretty cool so if you guys are not familiar with Earthcore uh, it was already a good story but now the sequel will be out 
uh, on Audible. And I thought that was kind of cool. And um, that's kind of why I'm even kind of doing my shit because I've had my shit in print for a while now and I can't I can't give these motherfuckers away. I really can't. Um, I put them as PDFs. I put them out. Tell people, hey, you can go to robertrricks.com slash free download, I think it is, whatever. And, uh, you know, all the, all the books are there. You can, but nobody ever fucking reads. So I thought, well, I'll do audible. Uh, I'll do audiobooks, but I'll do those for free. That way people can listen to them, right? If you're stuck in traffic, you know, you just want to listen to shit or you go to the gym and work out. There you go. So when I saw that it was going to be released on audible, I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Seems like more and more and more and more people are going these audiobook routes anyway. And so I'm trying to get out into that. You know what I'm saying? Um, is the book 100% fiction besides the state it takes place in? Yes, it is all fictional. Let's, let's, let's hope that it stays fictional because some of the stuff that happens in that particular book are not too good for Utah. <laughs> I mean, seriously bad. Um, let's see here. Let's see here. So one thing I'm going to do also right now is, um, I came across some music news that I thought was fucking awesome, right? So ACDC has a new album coming out called Power Up. It'll be available this month, November 13th, and it's the 17th studio album from ACDC. And what's cool is, you know, you got a lot of the, the main band there, you know. So you got Angus Young, you know, obviously, you know, uh, Brian Johnson, who he was going dead for a while. That's why Axel, Axel Rose, um, Axel Rose was uh, uh, finishing the, the tour for them back in 2016, I think it was. Um, and they were doing that because Brian Johnson was going dead, couldn't hear anything. But they have since found some hearing technology that has helped him. So he's, he's back as lead vocals. And then you got Cliff Williams and bass. And then uh, Phil Rudd drums. Uh, and uh, Steve Young rhythm guitar. Um, so you got a lot of the, the core band back in place. And you can listen to some of the music right now. So for example, uh, Shot in the Dark, you can find that. Uh, and, and you'll see, you'll feel it. It's it's the good old fashioned ACDC, and um, they've got collector sets. That right there, that box right there, actually lights up. Uh, it's pretty neat. It's pretty neat. Uh, is, is there a reason why Sigler chose Utah to set it in? Yeah, uh, some of it is because of prospecting, mines, um, and things of that nature. Uh, so it's it's just kind of cool. Um, it's kind of neat for us being in Utah to see that story and see um, him talking about stuff like the Wawa Mountains and things of that nature. Now, another band is uh, Smashing Pumpkins. I hadn't known that they were going to be dropping an album. They have an album, uh, a double-decker double album dropping on the uh, 27th of this month. But you can hear eight of the 20 tracks on uh, Spotify right now. And they're pretty good. They're pretty good. 
there's music videos for Ramona. Um, and that was actually directed, I believe, by uh, Linda Strawberry. I met Linda Strawberry years ago when I was working at a company called Media Forge. And um, it's good to see that she's keeping busy and doing stuff. So you could check that out. Uh, the other thing that's pretty neat, and I love when bands do this, uh, Smashing Pumpkins has a web series called In Ashes, and basically it's like uh, videos for the tracks, but it's it's in a narrative point of view, so it tells a story. So it's pretty fucking cool. I was like, wow, that's uh, that's pretty neat, you know? It's pretty fucking neat. So those are the music and uh, entertainment deal right there. Uh, let's see. Now, tomorrow I will be doing uh, more real-time story times. Um, and the last few that we did before were pretty good. I had to take a break because of the, the injury that I got. Uh, but I'm feeling a lot better now. And as I mentioned before, we're going to be doing a special now where the next... I don't know, four or five episodes are going to be around this particular guy right here. His name is Mr. Trouble. Uh, for some of my longtime viewers, you might recall I'm working on a story called The Sordid Adventures of Farouk Fantuk and Jizzy J. Uh, Mr. Trouble is one of the characters that's in that story. And he has an ability where he can walk up to somebody and say, you know, hi, how are you? What's the worst thing you've ever done? And if you have done anything sinful, based off the level of the 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 sin, is the amount that he can compel you to do certain things. And so what's interesting is, I came up with this character when we were living in the apartment complex. And I had parked my car a little, clo little too close to this other lady. And she was a cunt about it. She wrote this real fucking nasty letter, talked about learn to fucking draw within the lines and all this other shit and just a fucking cunt message and i thought to myself boy it'd be nice if i could track this bitch down and have her say that shit to my fucking face and then i thought because there's other things that happened at apartment complex for example i had a dog i have a dog take the dog in the back dog would take a shit we would pick it up i had a little pooper scooper pick it up put it in a bag throw it away and the thing some people take their animals in the back, dogs would shit everywhere, and they wouldn't pick their stuff up. And I remember one time I asked this fucking real fat chick, I said, hey, uh, you're going to pick your dog's stuff up? She said, fuck you, and she just walked away, and I was like, okay. And so there's actually a part in the sordid adventures of Farouk Fontuk and Jizzy J where both of those events are actually dealt with. So the, in, the, in the event where the lady wrote the nasty letter, he tracks her to her apartment, knocks on a door, she opens the door and he says, hey, what's the worst thing you ever did? And she goes, oh, I cheated on my husband. He goes, oh, oh, that's that's horrible. Let me come in. So then he comes in and he takes a knife and he starts carving into her and stuff. He goes, yeah, I think I can color between the lines really well. Like he's just sitting there just really fucking his chick up. And then the, in the event of the, the dog shit lady, he's got this Pomeranian in the back named Lilith. And he's picking up the poop of Lilith. And this fat chick's like, um fuck you and he's all hey what's the worst thing you ever did she's i embezzled and da 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 he goes okay i want you to pick up every piece of shit that's back here and then he plops a little shit on the ground too including that one and i want you to take it home put it in a microwave and i want you to eat all of that shit 
and then she's like, okay. So, you know, Mr. Trouble uh, was a cathartic character for me as I was writing the Sword Adventures of Farouk Quintuk. And lately I've been dreaming about him a lot. So I decided uh, I'm going to be doing a special real-time story time series of stories that are all connected. It's one big story. So it's going to be four or five episodes. So four or five weeks of the real-time story time where the keywords and stuff that are provided are going to go into a Mr. Trouble uh, story. So that's going to be really exciting because um, I really don't know where we're going to go with it. I have some loose broad stroke ideas of what I'd like to see happen, but depending on the keywords I get from you guys, uh, you know, that could, that, that could go any number of ways. So if you guys want to participate in that, you're going to go to the streamtalking.com. You'll see the real time story time. I'm going to take the keywords and stuff that were there from um, the Halloween one that we were going to do on Halloween. And that will be tomorrow's keywords. And then we'll just keep it riding uh, from that, from that point going forward. So uh, if you guys are interested in that, make sure you go to the Robert R. Ricks uh, YouTube to watch it. And if you want to put your keywords and stuff in, you're just going to go to streamtalking.com, create yourself a user account, and then that way you can go in and, um, you know, submit your keyword or your phrases or whatever you'd like to do. Um, and again, I just want to point out, there is a free audiobook for the Rusted Blade. I'm really happy with the way that that one came out. I'm also very, very happy with uh, Three Simple Rules, which I put out yesterday so you guys may or may not have seen that but that is available now and uh, I would love for you guys to check it out and uh, let me know what you think um, I think the um, three simple rules a little bit longer than rusted blade but uh, neither one of them is more than about an hour and 45 minutes hour and 50 minutes so it's not like you know you have to consume it all in one sitting you can sit and watch it um, come back and watch the rest or whatever. It's just, uh, it is what it is. And then, like I said, I'm already working on these other three. So this one right now, <laughs> this one's really fucked up. Uh, this one I'm doing and I should have done probably, I think by Monday. And then after that will be, uh, augmented truth. And then, um, after that one, will be do just kill yourself and that will be that and then uh, I'll also should have magic revelation that one should be done and up inside of the bookstores and whatnot uh, probably by December so all the timelines got pushed everything went fucking sideways because of the Rona and all the other bullshit, but I'm trying to get motivated, trying to push myself and get back um, being productive. Like it's almost like I lost a whole fucking year. Like I, I didn't write anything new other than a little bit for Bloodline. And so that's kind of, it's kind of really fucking irritating. Oh, one thing that's funny in the um, description of this video below. Uh, there's two internet videos that I think you guys will get a kick out of from Oat Studios. Oat 
studio, they always make really interesting video clips, but they have two uh, for Bad President. <laughs> so one is Bad President, the other one is Bad President Oil Spill. They're both fucking hilarious. They're like four-minute little clips. Totally worth checking out. It's pretty interesting. Um, let's see. Did I miss anything? I think I covered everything that I wanted to. These are also – these episodes now are also going to end up being podcasts. Uh, I'm going to start doing more podcasting, more blogging. There's going to be a Angry Jackalope blog that I'm going to start putting out that's going to have gear review and all that stuff. Because, you know, I have so many fucking videos and I have people all the time asking me, hey, did you review this? And I'm like, yeah, I did review that, but I reviewed that like two and a half years ago. Uh, Like I think Paula asked me not too long ago about a Rhino review and I had already done a Rhino review. So I think what I'm going to do is there's going to be an Angry Jackalope blog where I'm going to aggregate all of that information. I'm also going to be putting up um, lots of photos and images and stuff of like newer things. Uh, Also going to be talking about um, different backpacks, different gear, things of that nature, and also some strategy for energy, uh, flashlights water purification blah 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 so there's like a central repository of information and so that's going to be angryjackalope.com so i'm going to take the domain that's just kind of sitting there right now on angryjackalope that just goes to you know the old website and that's actually going to end up going to a blog and i'm going to make a concerted effort to make sure i put at least one or two uh, blog posts out a week Um, and that should get us caught up on stuff with like the guns the the different knives uh, etc 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 the robertrrix.blogspot.com I'm still just going to leave that one uh, interesting uh, with the entertainment stuff entertainment and books and things of that nature but the angry jackalope stuff is going to be um, you know just the stuff that's related to angry jackalope and it might even include some of the leatherworking stuff uh, the new 3 d 3D gear bag is doing really 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 well it's a, a lot more, it's a smaller form factor, and I haven't been out of the house a whole lot uh, over the last week, I guess, but the couple times that I did go out to run some errands and stuff like that, I had that bag on me, and I could sling it, throw it on, and it's so small, it's it's lightweight, it's uh, very discreet, and the fact that, you know, there's stuff inside of it that I know I can... Um, stake my life on uh, gives me a nice peace of mind so that's pretty good and also for the price point I think it's like 30 bucks and 3d gear always does these deals where you know free shipping or you know they do discounts or whatever so it's one of those type of things um, worth looking at yeah the the zippers and stuff that they're using and a lot of the construction is a lot better a lot less plastic a lot more metal the uh, zippers that are on there have locks so like you can uh, uh, rest the zippers up like that's this is this exactly what I'm talking about in regards to the angry jackalope blog because you'll have nice close photographs and everything else as I'm calling out all of the different pieces and everything and then you know I think what I might do is when I get the blog post written and things of that nature then I might do uh, a video where I take the same sets of images and everything else, do kind of a tabletop uh, overview, uh, bring in a hand camera and stuff like that to accentuate the article. And then that way, 
you have the print stuff you can read through. You also have a video stuff that's the same base information with all the pertinent links, price points, and things of that nature. And then that way, it makes sense for me to do the videos. Because right now on the YouTube, it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense for me to make the videos because they demonetize fucking everything I do. But I was looking at my blogs. On my blogs that I have right now on the robertrricks.blogspot.com, I have over 56,000 article reads. And there's quite a few that are on there that have lots of good reads. And so I'm like, well, fuck, I might as well do that. Uh, and then that way it it it's another resource for people when they're like, hey, I'm looking for a diving knife or I'm looking for uh, boots or I'm looking for blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? So anyway. Uh, off topic, if anyone's looking for a pretty cool budget EC blade, I really recommend the QSP Penguin. Got one this weekend, denim micarta handle, and it punches way above its price point. Very nice. That's fucking awesome. Oh, the other thing too is, um, the other reason I want to do like the blog posts and stuff like that is, you know, we, we talk about little things like this. So I wear this all the time, right? And it's like, okay, yeah, I've got a little... Um, you know, Swiss Army knife here, and then I've got like a little, uh, little flashlight. I don't know how many times in the past week where both of these have been completely invaluable. So you know, the flashlight, you know, I sit there and boom, you know, I can sit there and light it up. And just let it hang on my chest. I have light in front of me, which is super important for me right now because with foot in the boot and everything else, I have to be really careful while I'm walking around. The, the little knife here, you know, this one actually has like a, a scissors and stuff. And it's funny because I'm sitting there cutting off stuff for my arm. Like, you know, I had like all the ER uh, tags and whatnot that were sitting on my, um, my uh, uh, wrist. And so I just took out these little scissors and I was like, chit, 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 or I should say it was more like this, chit, 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 on the right hand side. So, anyway, um, EDC is exactly that, right? So, you, you need to have little bits of gear that you carry with you all the fucking... Like, I sleep with this shit. Like, I wake up in the middle of the night, and I might be like, oh, where the fuck am I? Because I'm drugged out of my mind on meds, and I'm like, oh, you know, able to see what the fuck I need to do. Um, but I was just talking with a, a really good friend of mine. We were talking about things like flashlights, and, you know... I'm not a, I don't do a lot of flashlight reviews, but I got a ton of flashlights and you know, I don't like to do the flashlight reviews because that's got a bad reputation in the industry, right? Because the flashlight companies will just throw fucking endless flashlights at you, but then they expect you to do these fucking videos. And we saw like prepared mind one-on-one getting really irritated with it and a bunch of other folks too. So, but flashlights are invaluable. You know, this is one of my oldest one of my oldest uh, flashlights from uh, Nightcore. And I love this one because this particular one right here has the, uh, has like the cop mode. You know what I mean? Um, and it's neat because it had like a lot of different light modes on it. So, you know, it can go green, it can go blue, it can go red, it goes super bright red, you know, then it goes white or super bright you know kind of lumen blah 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 and then if i hold this one down i got strobe on it right so you know i have a bunch of lights that i keep around me 
just for the simple fact that I do believe at some point we will have some storm, some sort of a grid down situation. And boy, I tell you, if you're sitting in a fucking dark, dark, and you ain't got no light, you're gonna shit your pants. You need, we need light, you know. And for me, people like me specifically, with no inner ears, if I can't see, I will hit the ground. I will fall. You know, that's because I have no balance without my eyes. So anyway, that's that, guys. Uh, we're at the hour here. Um, flashlights, a Nikkor tube, and an Olight uh, I3T. Yep, Olight's got some good fucking lights. I, I like a lot. I have uh, Olight's... Uh, I think I have one on this jacket here. Yeah, let's see. Is this an Olight right here? This one is... Let's pull it off and peek at it. This is a Nikkor also. This is a Nikkor as, as well. It's a tip. Um, I like this guy because when I pop it, it gives me a little readout. So when I run, like, see, this is like the, what is it? Is it the one lumen? Level one. It tells me I got 53, 53, 53 hours and 20 minutes. So it's pretty neat, you know, and I keep this one on my chest so that way I can boop, pop it off as little and everything else. But um, rechargeable key lights. Yeah, I, I like to mix up my flashlights. So I have some that take AAA, some that take AA, some that take uh, the rechargeables. Any of the USBs I like because I've got a bunch of little solar things that can recharge little uh, USB devices. Uh, and so they're really useful. This one has like a little keychain piece on the end. This would be really easy for you to also you know, wear around the neck. So, you know, it is what it is, right? Uh, check out the Phoenix Lights and Smoky Mountain Knife Works uh, Christmas catalog. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, that, that's the other thing too, is like, you know, gear, gear always gives me giddy. Like, I wish I had a little bit more discretionary income so I could buy uh, more gear, but it is what it is. Survival mode's fun, right? As long as you're surviving. <laughs> all right guys so that's gonna be it for now like I like I mentioned earlier um, make sure on Monday you guys check out the tops daily grind I'm on that that one I apologize ahead of time uh, I was going to the ER and then it got really packed and I was like fuck I'm gonna miss my my show with them so I went back home did the show with them got done with the show went back to the ER checked myself in uh, and um, uh, did the stuff there so I, I wasn't a hundred percent on my game while doing the episode but I still think it was kind of fun and we did talk a lot of crazy shit we talked you know you guys know how it is we talk uh, conspiracy shit and stuff like that um, again tomorrow we will be doing real-time story time so I invite you guys to go ahead and come check it out um, you can be part of the show come be part of the show just go ahead and go to streamtalking.com create yourself an account get in there and everything else and we'll rock and roll from there this one will be about mr trouble which will be a fun thing uh again three simple rules a free audiobook is available please check it out if you don't want to check it out but you know other people that are always looking for uh fun content send it their direction same thing with infernal justice that'll be coming pretty soon rusted blade is up right now and that's it, guys. That's all that I have to discuss. So you guys have a wonderful, wonderful day. Remember, stay positive. Don't let these motherfuckers get in your head. You know what I'm saying? And then life is all about love.
happiness, and living motherfucking life. All right, guys, that's it for now. If you like it, like it, please subscribe. Tell your friends far and wide. Until next time, motherfuckers, please be good to yourself, good to each other. Go out, live life to the fullest, ride the bus so the wheels fall off, have some adventures, get some scars, find some love and all that jazz, and I'll see you motherfuckers next time.